The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Dave-O. What a special night at the K. There's been a lot of them throughout the last year, that's for sure. And just add this one to the list. 36,672 on a Monday night. Watch Johnny Cueto throw the first complete game shutout of the year for the Royals. A four-hit shutout with eight Ks and no walks. As the Royals move to 67-44, and 44, it's Davo on your dish right here on Clubhouse Conversation. Yeah, the Royals now a season-high 23 games over 500. They're five and a half games ahead of the Yankees for home field advantage throughout the playoffs as New York was off tonight as the Royals dropped the Tigers four to nothing tonight. And we're going to break down the next two. We're going to break this one down more in depth as well, including a quietly nice offensive night for a few Royals as well. But first, our player of the game and the obvious choice tonight, Salvador Perez, who had a walk and a hit. I'm joking. It's not Salvador Perez, the player of the game. April Fool's Day. In August, Johnny Cueto, a slam dunk player of the game, already his second player of the game in three starts. As I said, four hit shutout for Cueto. How much fun was that tonight watching him? I'm still fired up sitting out there at the K right behind the dish, seeing those balls dance from Cueto was special. Seeing him pitch at the knees. Even more special. And the fact that he was banging strikes at a ridiculous rate. 116 pitches in this contest for Johnny. 86 of the 116 were in the strike zone. Four hit shutout. Eight Ks, no walks. And he was an equal opportunity employer tonight too, wasn't he? There were six ground outs, seven fly outs, eight strikeouts. So Johnny didn't discriminate. He got guys out on the ground, in the air, and by missing bats tonight. I'm fired up. I, I'm ready for tomorrow to get here. I, I, are you with me? Are you on cloud nine with this Royals team right now? And we're not even to the playoffs yet. Remember how much you know more special postseason games were last year? Imagine having a guy like Johnny Cueto at your disposable come October. And then this is exactly why the Royals went and got him. Not to pitch this kind of game on August 10th. I'm not saying that. But the fact that he could throw this type of game in October, which he is very possible... You know, especially if you start giving him three, four, or five starts in the postseason, you got to figure one or two of them could end up similar to tonight. Hopefully, the other couple similar to the last couple of games where he gave up two or three runs. You know, that's why you gave up Brandon Finnegan and Cody Reed and John Lamb was to get this kind of electricity. Don't you feel like that uh, Cueto and, and Zobris both, but especially Cueto, don't you feel like he's going to lift up the entire Royals clubhouse even more? The energy out there tonight was spectacular. The fans were on the edge of their seats all night. I just felt like it took the Royals to an extra level and took Johnny Cueto to an extra level. It just reemphasizes how big of a home field advantage the Royals have when the fans get into it. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Shades of watching Zach Grinke several years ago during his Cy Young season for a regular season dominant pitching night when he had all the strikeouts against the Mariners, I believe it was. That's what I was thinking of tonight watching Cueto out there. He allowed just one extra base hit tonight. That's it. J.D. Martinez in the second inning. Something we won't forget. Johnny Cueto shut out his first home game in front of all those fans on a Monday. We'll, we'll remember this one for several years. Man, I'm just trying to come down from this high. I don't do drugs. I've never done drugs, but it, uh, this has got to be what 
cocaine feels like, right? <laughs> right? Just, just an ultra high. And, you know, hopefully there aren't any lows anytime soon. You know, I don't want to feel that part of the drugs. I just want the high part. So hopefully this will, you know, continue. Now, offensively, let's not lose, you know, sight of the fact that the Royals were quite good offensively, too. They, two walks tonight, which for them is a decent night, obviously. Three first inning runs. The Royals continue to get back to their, uh, you know, season-long habit of scoring early and often in recent days. They continue to do that again. Three runs off of Matt Boyd. And how big was that? Before he could even settle down, he started getting the secondary pitches over, the curveball, towards the end of that first inning and for the next couple of innings and settled down and gave the Tigers a decent game. But the Royals got him before he had any control of his breaking ball. So KC could just sit dead red fastball and eliminate all the secondary pitches, and they did that in a big way with three first inning runs. He mystified the Royals, of course, just last week, but not tonight. Thanks to Ben Zobras, for starters, four at-bats gets on base all four times. Three hits and a walk for Zobras. Scored a run as well. I mean, just look at what the Royals gave up. They gave up Manaya. Aaron Brooks, who suddenly turned into Roger Clemens for the A's. And like I said, Reed, Finnegan, and Lamb. That's a lot to give up, but they gave it up for Cueto and Zobrist, who both headlined the game tonight. And oh boy, wouldn't it be nice to have those guys with a healthy Alex Gordon and you know the great supporting cast the Royals have going on into the playoffs. Your Canes and your Morales. Is, and it's not even a supporting cast. There's so many leading men on this team. There's Offensively, there's hardly any supporting players in this offense. Maybe two or three. It's all of them in the lineup turned into quite the damn lineup. It's exciting, but you know, having Zobrist and Cueto, I'm I'm fired up tonight. I'm sorry. I'm trying to I'm trying to not be so fired up. Man, the Kool Aid. I'm drinking it tonight. Now, two hit games also for Esky, Kane, Hosmer, and Morales tonight, including Kane, of course, having the huge double that drives in both Zobrist and Escobar. Full count, ripped that ball in the alley in the first inning to score two. Kendrys knocks him in for that third run as well. And like I said, a pretty nice job of Boyd settling down there for a while until Eric Hosmer eventually later on gets a two-out single in the seventh inning to knock in Casey's fourth run, the big insurance run, which I'm sure allowed Ned to throw Cueto back out there without anybody getting hot behind him. If you're only up by three, you probably got Holland loosening up just in case or stretching, maybe playing catch, not loosening up necessarily. But the fact the Royals had a four-run lead, you could go out there, not even get your guys up tonight. Offensively, four runs, 12 hits, two walks. Just a great night for Royals fans. Cueto, Zobrist, especially. Now, the next two days, I told you coming in, I expected the Royals to get two of the three games in the series. Not sure which of the games. I like them more probably on Wednesday. I'd get the slight edge of the Tigers pitching-wise tomorrow. It's Anibal Sanchez and Yordano Ventura, a pair of right-handers. Both have been hit or miss this year. Sanchez 10-9, a 4-8-2. Ventura 6-7, a 5-2-9. Sanchez and Ventura matched up their last outing, just like Boyd and Cueto did. Sanchez, the Royals got him for four runs and five hits in six innings. So nice job by KC five days ago. Also saw the Royals May 3rd and 9th. So three outings, if you're wondering, combined, I did the math, he's 1-1 one one with a 5-6-5 ERA against the Royals in three starts. They've handled uh, Anibal pretty well this year. Ventura, five runs, sorry, five innings, six runs against Detroit five days ago. And has also seen Detroit back on May 8th, giving up four runs in six innings. So neither pitcher has shut down the opposing offense. I go Sanchez, slight edge tomorrow. Toss-up game overall. Royals obviously the better team. Obviously, the starting pitcher doesn't just dictate the game. I mean, I'm not saying that the starting pitcher will say who's going to win. I mean, that kind of dictates it, obviously. But you've got bullpens and defenses, and Royals have a better lineup. You know, blah blah blah. So, who knows? You can't really predict baseball games. I didn't did, had a strong feeling about 
the sweep over the White Sox. That happened. Had a strong feeling Casey would win tonight. That happened. But I, I don't know which of the next two games the Royals will win. I believe they will win one of them, though. Wednesday, Daniel Norris, Edinson Volquez. Norris, a guy the Royals have never seen. The lefty. Detroit just picked him up in that David Price trade. He's 1-1 with a 5-0-6. Volquez, 11-6, 3-1-1, quietly having a great year for the Royals. Not a guy you hear much about. Volquez has been great this year. Norris, like I said, uh, first ever against KC appearance, has 12 appearances in the Major League level, faced the Red Sox a few days ago, gave up five runs and three and a third on nine hits. We know how the Royals tend to struggle sometimes against lefties they've seen for the first time, so who knows what will happen. Volquez, seven innings, one run on just four hits against the Sox, and has only seen Detroit once this year, surprisingly, back on May 2nd, and he was quite good that day. Two runs on five hits in six innings against the Tigers. So that's where we're at with two games to go in this series. The Royals now 4-0 in this homestand. The Royals needed to go 6-4 or 7-3. That's looking very, very likely at this point. You figure you get the split against the Angels. You split these next two games, and that gets you up to where you need to be for the homestand at 7-3. Put you in great shape heading into the next road trip, which begins in Cincinnati next week. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Clubhouse Conversation. I'll be joined by Lane Adams coming up tomorrow. So Lane Adams, a guy we saw up here in KC, who's on the 40-man right now, could be back up in September. We saw him last year in September. Outfielder for the Royals down at Class AA Northwest Arkansas. He's coming up. Got a prominent member of the 25-man roster coming up soon. Shane Costa spoke with him today from 05 to 07. Interview with him coming up. And got a couple of guys from the 70s coming up as well in the next week or two. So lots of excitement here around Royals baseball and Clubhouse Conversation. Again, follow us on Twitter, at Royals Clubhouse. It's Clubhouse Conversation on Facebook, Dave O at clubhouseconversation.com. And here on the website as well, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell a friend, go Royals, keep filling up the can. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Clubhouse Conversation.